Welcome to TLC for the Soul podcast, where soul meets spirit. You have entered into sacred space. I'm your host, Tammy Lynn Chambers, and I'm here to help you shine. Now let's get going on this podcast journey. Hello, friends. Hello. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. I am excited that you are here with me. We have, I think, a lot to talk about. It's a very strange day. It's already started out kind of weird. And we are recording this. I am recording this on July 25th, which um, if you follow the Mayan slash galactic calendar, um, today is called like the time without time or no time day. It's the day right before... um, the new galactic year starts tomorrow. And tomorrow is um, the next year, the next time frame for July 26th to July 25th of 2022. It's I think called Yellow Electric Seed or something. I wanna go read more about it because I haven't had a chance to do that. But Yellow Electric Seed sounded very interesting to me when I saw that. So let's get everybody settled. This is our Kilimanjaro Summit um, episode. And I find it very, very interesting that we did this ascension climb and that the summit, um, us getting to the peak of Kilimanjaro, metaphorically speaking, as we've been doing in the past two episodes, um, ends on this time without time day and that we get to activate our second second sacred key today, meaning that for this next galactic year, this, I'm so excited, this second sacred key all kind of comes into being. So let's get us into sacred space before I go any further, as I wanna make sure all of our guides, obviously they're always here, but I just wanna make sure we have everybody kind of all together in the, in the circle. So if you're new here, thank you for joining me. Sit back, relax. Um, Kilimanjaro Summit might be new to you and you might have to go back in the podcast a couple of episodes to last Sunday to see how we got here. But regardless, you may just want to sit back and see if you think like, hey, that sounds pretty cool. I might want to do the next um, experiential series that comes along, which we do already have one coming for August. So I'll talk about that soon. If you're a returning listener, thank you so much for joining me here on yet again another podcast episode. I'm walking a little bit and I'm going to find a sit spot. Thank you everyone as we've been exploring the magic of this ascension climb together. I invite all of you to join me around the sacred fire circle as I wrap us all in love light and light love. Inviting in the spirit guides, angels, deities, totems, soul friends to join us. (laughs) Okay, I have to pay attention to what I'm doing really quick. I'm wearing this wireless microphone and it says it's so weird not to be attached to wires. I have to make sure. Okay. 
So I'm going to sit in the sun for a minute and share with you what's going on. As always, you choose your listening experience. You can choose to just listen, like I said, if you're new and see if you like what you hear. If you're over on YouTube, I know on the um, podcast providers, there's no way. I guess there is a way to follow the podcast. Although we don't necessarily see those type of analytics. We just see you know people that have listened. And there's a lot of people listening um, on the um you know, podcast providers, Audible, Google, Apple Podcasts, um, many more, iHeartRadio. I don't know, we're showing up all over the place. Um, over on YouTube, though, we are building the podcast community as well. And I haven't been on YouTube as long doing the podcast. Um, but I am going to be doing a few more visual things there. They're kind of hard to do over on the podcast. We've got some new card decks coming in. Uh, they actually came in and so um, to my new decks and I have another one coming in a couple of weeks that um, we'll be doing some different things with those more visually speaking. So if you like the sound of that and you want to um, be part of that arena, then I invite you to um, join the podcast family and subscribe to us over on YouTube so we can get this word out to more people, you know, get this podcast out to more people. More people need to hear about all this goodness. So, especially over there, <laughs> especially over there. So many conflicting platforms going on. All right, I don't know. I don't want to diatribe on that. <laughs> I don't know why I'm diatribing on that. All right. So, you can choose to take your listening experience an octave higher. You're in the sacred circle with us, but you can invite in your own spirit guides, wisdom keepers, shaman, medicine folk, to, oh my God, I'm so antsy today. So sorry. To just join you, I, let me tell you, hold on. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to share with you the story. Let me get you there. To join you too, because what happens is, and a lot of you have said, you know, you listen to this. Everybody listens differently. But um, what you will be doing in that kind of a state, if you're inviting in your own guides, is just asking them to share with you anything that you're not hearing, anything that you're hearing kind of with your master ears or your master eyes, or hearing with your master eyes, seeing with your master eyes. Oh, my Lord. Okay. You can definitely, I definitely have got to get grounded. I've got to stand under these trees. Okay. Let's just get going. Let's see who's here in terms of guides. Yeah, I have a few different guides stepping in. Oh my God. Master Hilarion is here. I work with him a lot when I do healing. Archangel Raphael, Archangel Haniel, Archangel Metatron. It's like a full house. <laughs> um, Archangel Michael. They're saying that's all for right now. Kilimanjaro is here. I actually like spoke with the mountain last night. I'm like, oh my God, this journey. Um, so let's just, where do you want me to start? Okay, they want me to start with the cards. <laughs> so let me start there because the, this is multifaceted to this whole experience we've just been on. And so I wanna make sure that we're all kind of clear on what we're doing here. So this started out with the journey to Lionsgate and it still is the journey to Lionsgate. Um, but we had three sacred keys that we found in a scavenger hunt. I sound like Wonder Girl Astrology, where she's always like going back to um, repeat 
what's happened in previous phases. So we had a scavenger hunt at the end of June with Sisters for the Sword and a treasure map activation within us. This is part of our Akashic record that got activated. And um, that was part of the Divine Masculine SOS series right after that. And um, we found three objects. They were just random things within this certain period of time that we did the scavenger hunt. But they were to set the stage for um, kind of like this coming time period, this coming some of them are more short-term and some of them are more longer-term things that got activated. And so last, I don't even remember now, when we activated the first key. Oh, well, the 7-7. Seven, seven. Um, the 7-7, seven, seven, and we had a, the moon, I think it was the new moon or whatever, and we activated the first key. That was my Pleiadian key to bring more, in, yes, the Pleiadians, come on in, <laughs> invite in more playfulness and fun to just everything I do, not just the podcast, but so... My friends, the Pleiadians are here. They're the first star family that I ever um, did light language for. Them and the Lyrans, my affinity for the Lyrans, um, and Pleiadians. So, and the Arcturians. The Arcturians want me to say, and the Arcturians, since I am an Arcturian master healer. Okay, stop. Um, if not, they'll all start coming in. And then there was the second key, and the second key was supposed to be activated, well, today, but before we could get there, there was like more soul work that had to be done. There was more finding of ourselves that had to happen, hence this Kilimanjaro ascension climb that we started last Sunday to be able to um, like work out still some of the things that were kind of like, I guess, holding us back or not letting us see our true potential and um, keeping us small in a sense. And so this whole climb, last Sunday we were kind of like, whoa, we're climbing, but get ready, who knows what's gonna happen. And I don't know what you guys have experienced. Um, for me, I shared on the Midcamp episode this past Wednesday, was it? I don't even know anymore the days, but on Midcamp episode, I shared some things that had come up for me. And it was just, for me, it was just showing how I have um, more and more begun to embody the mastery level of my ascension and of my soul and being able to recognize and work with energy more in an advanced way, um, work with my physical avatar in a more advanced way, coming more from the soul's perspective. Um, so for me, it was just showing me, this whole climb is showing me how I've kind of mastered um, the soul journey so far, so to speak. That doesn't mean I'm saying I'm some, you know, ascended master or anything like that. It just means, you know, I've gotten to a point where I've really kind of mastered all of the soul growth that is needed to happen up to this point, right? And our soul never stops growing ever. So even ascended masters are still ascending. Even angels are still ascending. I think we talked about that before. So for me, it was just showing me like, you know, you don't need to be so small. You're not so small anymore. You've done a lot of work to make yourself um, bigger, like in a metaphorical sense, like chakras are bigger, reaching more people, all of that. And so, he's yelling at me. Oh, <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> Is my dog. My dog wasn't yelling. <laughs> my God, never mind. Um, so... 
The second key is ready to be activated. So I asked this morning if there was anything we needed to do because we, we need to celebrate the climb. And the climb for me was somewhat scary and arduous between base camp and mid camp. Those two days I had like just some stuff happen that kind of like perturbed me and kind of challenged me physically and mentally and emotionally. I shared that. And then spirit said, well, between mid camp and the summit, it's gonna get a lot easier. And I was like, okay, great, Whew, I need that. They said it was gonna get easier instead of harder. And I thought, all right, that's good, we need that. And that was really what happened between like Wednesday and today. It was pretty easy, although yesterday, um, that last little climb to the top of the peak of the, of the mountain for me was very physically draining. Like I had a lot of energy, I got a lot done, but a lot of things happened to where I realized like, oh, Tammy, you know, <laughs> um, I just can't explain it. I kind of like overdid it and so I had a lot of like a lot of pain in the body yesterday um, almost like I had climbed a mountain um, you know body pain I had to like really do a lot of self-care um, just feeling like I had climbed a freaking mountain is basically like what it felt like with the ascension symptoms um, elevating to higher consciousness always takes a toll on the physical body um, and so I was feeling that yesterday um, plus, I was kind of feeling my physical avatars. I don't want to call it limitations, but just the fact that we're in like a, when you go higher in consciousness, things slow down a little bit in terms of how you are in relation to the physical world around you. You go slower. I call it island time. It's the island time card in my happy cloud deck. And... Um, you go higher and everything kind of slows down for you. You're more at peace. You don't, you can't necessarily really multitask anymore. Like I can't mul really multitask very well anymore. It's like a mindfulness approach where my, where I have to be focused in the here and now. Um, and I, and I can't go fast anymore <laughs> like I want to. And so yesterday my dog got loose again and um, I'm gonna have to rig up like some special rigging. <laughs> she just cannot get loose. But she has a 26 foot horse lead and it just, I know it was a lesson from spirit because the, the handle of the lead like just flew out of my hands as if by magic, like carried by somebody else. And as soon as she realizes she's off her lead, she looks at me and oh my God, she started running in circles and I'm like, I can catch her. Well, every time I would get close to step on the leash, it would like move further ahead. And I'm like running and running. I'm like, I can't run as fast as I need to. I was getting so mad at myself. Like I can't run as fast as I want to. And then she saw some dog, like, I don't know how far away. And she ran so fast to accost this poor dog and this poor older man that I know He's so nice and he's really old. And I like, it was really, I don't know. He was so brave. I don't know what he did. He was like standing on her leash and she's so bad. And she was like a herding dog. And she didn't like the little dog that he has. He has a little small dog. And she was like circling it and barking and barking and barking at them like, like a killer. It's so embarrassing. And even the, with, I'm whistle training her now, even with the whistle, I mean, when she's locked on to something like that, it's very hard. And so she's circling them and this little old man is standing on her leash and I'm like, oh, praise God, please, angels. I'm like calling in angels because I didn't want 
him to fall because she's circling and she's so fast and she could easily wrap her leash around I was just like so but I just was horrible anyway I'm like running like a mad woman I get over there and I'm like yelling at him like get off the leash get off. I mean I was in a nice way but I was like get off the leash don't stand on it and I finally get her under control and he's so cute I really I just love this man so much he's like a little angel himself he's not from the angelic realm he's from he's an elemental but the first thing he said to me he didn't say like oh my god your your dog tried to like he could have been like oh my god your dog tried to like get my dog he didn't say anything like that this is when I knew I truly um leveled up in terms of the divine masculine like energy that is a is, is going to be around is going to be around me it's going to be around me because the first thing he said to me because I could barely breathe I had been running to catch her and the first thing he said was are you going to be okay? Are you all right? Are you going to make it? And I was like, yes, I'm fine. And then he just quietly said, well, me and Maya are going to go walk over here now. He didn't say like, oh, Maya's traumatized, like nothing. He just very calmly after that whole, I swear the man has to be in his eighties. He just very calmly said, me and Maya are going to go walk over here now. We'll see you later. And I was the one that was like, yep. <laughs> I really was cursing the dog. Oh my gosh. So why did I even go on that diatribe? I don't know. I'm supposed to be talking about cards. So cards, how does that even play into the dang cards? The sacred key activation has to do for me with divine counterparts. I know that. I don't know exactly how it comes into play, but I will say this morning I pulled the tarot card for the day. Spirit's always trying to like make me laugh. And today's the time out of time day that I'm, you know, that's how I see it today. You could not resonate with that and see it as something else. It doesn't matter. You don't have to resonate with everything that I say. But when I pulled today's tarot card, I like, they said, go to the Lightseer's tarot. And I pulled it and it was the wheel um, the in the major arcana, which is card number 10, which breaks down to a one, so new beginnings. But the other thing it was, was um, the, the, the illustration, the art on that card is a bunch of wheels that look like platforms. So, and they're they're like wheels of time, I'm telling you guys. And the girl in the picture is like on top of the wheel. So time without time. So we're outside of time right now is the meaning of this day and this galactic calendar. And it's kind of a day where like well, anything could happen, like choose your timeline tomorrow. Um, choose your highest timeline. She's at the very top and she's like standing above all the wheels, kind of like really happy. And it to me, it also signifies the summit of this Kilimanjaro climb, like we made it. We get to move into this higher reality that we've chosen for ourselves because another layer of what we had happen here was the um, overarching theme for the next three months that my guides have given to me to work with our community on has been signs and portents, the holy made manifest. And so the past couple of days, as I reached this doing weird stuff, so... The things that were shown to me were confirmation about my second sacred key. And so I won't really share what that is other than to say that um, there's just so much soul work that's gone into that second sacred key. 
And so this morning I got another confirmation and I'm, I shared this in, I'm sharing it in their YouTube, I'm sharing stuff about, little stuff in the YouTube shorts, but I was going to pull the cards for today for myself and I had some water and I was shown like a lot of water and my plant that's about kind of on my altar space where I put my cards down and it's right, it's on this like dresser drawer thing and the drawer right the top drawer is where I keep all of my decks. And this plant that's on the table looked like it needed a lot of water. And I was like, oh, I better water you. And so I went to open the water bottle and you know, the water, I shouldn't even be using plastic, but it's, it's like a whole pet peeve with myself. Like, why are you still using plastic bottles? So I'm trying to transition out of these plastic bottles, but they make the plastic bottles like super squishy now, regardless of the quality of the water, the bottles have gone kind of squishy. And so they fill them super high. And the drawer to the Oracle decks, this is so crazy. The drawer, the drawer to the Oracle decks was a little bit open and the water bottle opened up, squished a little bit and a ton of water flew out onto the top of the dresser space. And I was like, oh dang it. I mean, a lot of water came out. And I'm like, oh, what did you get wet? And I opened the drawer and the Twin Hearts deck had gotten all wet. I mean, I was pissed. <laughs> And I was like, wait, okay, take a step back, mastery level. This is happening for a reason. So there was a stone that looks like a heart that got all wet. And I'm like, it's like a crying heart. Like there's water all over this heart. Like there's a lot of emotions around this topic. So I put the heart down, like these have to lay out um, on top of this space because this is like a reading. So I forgot, you know, got over the wetness thing. I'm like, okay, if they're ruined, I just order another deck. Um, non-attachment, that's another um, mastery level thing, is not being attached to anything. And um, I started drying off the cards that were wet, and there were only certain ones that were wet, and luckily they're, um, I have them, all of my decks are glossy print, so the water just kind of beads up and doesn't soak in. If they were matte print, I think they would have been messed up and they would have been more water stained. But the ones that laid out turned into a reading, and then some other cards <laughs> popped out, and it all turned into this reading and the whole reading was the Twin Hearts deck. And I was like, okay, this deck is about, well, what's the name of it? It's about divine counterparts and twin flame energy, not twin flame people. Talked about this before, the twin flame energy that, hap that is between two people that are um, of more of a um, 5D or ascended state. Twin flame energy is like the mastery of someone of their divine feminine and their divine masculine energies. So the whole deck laid out and I'm like, all right, the second sacred key, it was just confirmation to me that the second sacred key, yes, it is about divine counterparts. And just the fact that I've reached the summit of Kilimanjaro has activated that key. And, the, and it's so interesting then that my next galactic year between July 26th tomorrow and the July 25th of 2022 has to do a very big emphasis on divine counterparts. You guys are here on the podcast. You'll be the first to know if there's any developments there. I don't know what that would be. Anyway, um, I don't want to go into all that right now. All right, what do I... So we've reached the summit. So for you, I mean, because I don't want to, this is not just a podcast about me. I try to like share these stories with you as examples, more so than just necessarily like talking about myself. But I just kind of, we're a podcast family. So it's kind of like vlog slash, 
slash, you know, work that we're doing here together. Because around the sacred fire, if you're a community, like you're also sharing, you know, stuff about yourself. So, um, yeah, we made it. <laughs> you made it. Whatever happened to you as you took this experiential, you made it. You're here. And now it's a day to celebrate the fact that you've made it thus far. You've activated two keys and this ascension climb was kind of fun. I like that. And now, always looking forward, here's what happened as I laid out those twin hearts decks or the twin heart deck after it got wet. They had me lay it down on like an orange um, altar cloth and the twin hearts deck the colors of this deck you guys oh my god just the way it looks online if you preview it or you see it online if you go to make playing cards you can like preview the whole deck like the backs and the fronts together they have like a quick preview option but i will start posting more pictures like on my website and on my videos but the colors of this deck are amazing when i laid it out i laid them all out so they're drying but they were in a reading and then i pulled one card from shaman's drum and got very similar colors so what i started to see there was all well we're in the northern hemisphere where i'm recording this but i started to see all autumnal colors um deep reds and oranges and yellows and um as i sat looking out over the deck i was like oh this is another message coming through you guys okay so for those of you <laughs> doing it's this is anything this is your soul work this is creative projects um the next big uh it's not big but the next thing we have here is a cross-quarter um holiday on the wheel of the year oh god it's not really a holiday but on the wheel of the year so llama slash llamas slash lunessa is coming up on august the first which is first harvest so that's we're not even in Lionsgate yet so this is now officially starting tomorrow journey to Lionsgate part three with um, our third sacred key will get activated at Lionsgate and mine is the Lego beekeeper guy I'm still not exactly sure what that's all about I think I'll learn more um, between now and then but a lot of time you'll notice has been spent between June and now on Lionsgate it's what happens to me every year. I get caught in the lion's gate. It's always a big, huge upgrade for me personally. And if you're listening, then for you too. And um, what I saw there in that layout on my desk or my altar space, whatever you want to call it, was what is first harvest in the wheel of the year? That's the first things that you've been wanting to manifest starting to show themselves in the physical world and really a lot of the stuff for first harvest for me is my you know is this, the the service work that I do with you guys the creative projects that I do to help support the podcast family all of that and so I looked at it and I'm like okay this is first harvest shaman's drum deck um so I started thinking about like, what have I done for this year since January towards first harvest? I planted my seeds and all that and, you know, Ostara and all that time frame, and been working through, working through them and trying to build this. And I'm like, so what have I done and what do I want to accomplish before Samhain, before it's time to put those things kind of aside and go into like the more quiet solitude of you know the darker part of the year again like i said that's here in the north 
maybe reversed if you're in the southern hemisphere. But because um, once Samhain starts to roll around, it's like I don't want to like do as much. I do some creative work, but it's a little bit different. So I'm like, well, okay, I've produced two card decks. I haven't finished any. I have finished books. We've published. Um, we've published books. We've published Hammer and Jameson. So we've published two or three books. We've come up and created two decks, soon to be three decks, because Bubble Bubble is the next deck I have. It's a sacred alchemy deck. Oh my God, it's so cool. I love it. And it's all made for the fall, autumn time slash um, Samhain time of the year. So it's very heavily based around like um, colors you might see at Samhain or autumn. And it's only 10 cards away from being done. So Bubble Bubble will be the next deck. I even love the name of it. Um, and I wanted to finish a big book and I think I'm just going to start um, a new one and the book that's calling to me. So I'm like, what's left? Well, what do I want to do over the next August, September, October, three or four months or so before I kind of like, you know, reassess where I'm at. If I follow the wheel of the year, then Samhain is kind of like, oh, that's all the dead fruit that didn't, didn't get produced or didn't get created and I'm like okay I'm going to write I want to write a book and the one that's been calling me and calling me and calling me they're all calling me but um book three of the Thunder Rose collection just really wants to be written and I think it's the perfect time of year but it's the it, it is it is it wants to be called um the wooden box with the cross something like the wooden box with the cross on the lid or whatever which is the box that keeps showing up in all of the episodes so it's like time to get to work if you're trying to create create things or do things towards any of your manifestations like i said it doesn't have to be creative projects but for me that's that's what it is so I looked over this, I looked over the fact that this year we've done almost, we're at 76 podcast episodes for this year alone. And we're going to keep going, but lots more to do, lots more to share before the end of the year. So that in and of itself is an accomplishment that I'm very proud of. Um, and because it's a body of work that is really near and dear to my heart. And I hope, I told Spirit, I'm like, I I'm here to serve. I am helping people, right? Like, I don't know. You know, they would like, okay, it has a ripple effect. You don't necessarily see it um, sometimes right away. And I'm like, all right, make sure I'm really, I, I always check in, like, am I doing, like, am I doing okay? Kind of like you would ask your boss sometimes when you don't get a lot of feedback. It's like, am I doing okay? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? It's like, if you're doing what you love, what you love, then that's what you're supposed to be doing. Okay. So we've covered the time without time. We've covered the fact that we're just really celebrate today. Last night I went and ate some stuff that I wouldn't normally eat. I was like, I had a blueberry muffin and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna have it. It was so good. And I just had like a little celebratory dinner. It was very carb based. So that was the thing too yesterday, that last little bit of the climb to the summit today was very carb based day for me. I feel like I ate carbs all day long. And then now I'm done with it, right? I'm like, I had my carbs. <laughs> Um, they were somewhat healthy, except maybe the blueberry muffin, but hey, I gotta have that little treat here and there. It's not all about being perfect. And um, we did say at the beginning of the climb that we were gonna have like weird dietary stuff and it's supposed to continue up until Lionsgate that we may be craving things um, because part of this ascension process is 
really looking at um, upgrades of our physical body, our brain. I was showing our brain and our brainstem turning more into like a crystal skull rather than, you know, its, it's templates are changing within the body. Okay, so maybe I should check. Maybe I've been talking a really long time and I just need to see where I'm at. Where are we at? 31 minutes. All right. So let me just see what else we need to talk about. So this coming week for us, for you two, is still the journey to Lionsgate, but I feel like it's easier. Um, the second or the third sacred key will get activated then. Um, and I'm already thinking towards August. Um, and so next week we will do a um, energy reading oh, it's not really, i don't really call it reading but we will tap into the energies of august and see what's happening there um, i do not have an overarching theme is there an overarching theme for august the world that's kind of boring all right they said the world, but what I do know, what I do have planned for us, that sounds a little boring, but all right, the world is kind of, the world is like travel, and I guess it's not that boring, because I want to, oh, I do want, I think I do potentially have some travel coming up. Okay, spoiler alert, TLC for this little might finally get to travel again after, I don't know how many darn years we've been like landlocked here. Um, there's such big shifts coming. This is what you're going to see in August, such big shifts coming. So for those of you that have been um, in karmic debt, where you've been doing a lot of stuff to pay, kind of pay back, um, things are starting to change in August. Um, and I have been, yeah, that's a whole other topic. We'll get into that in August. Um, but our experiential for August is going to be Indian summer at Shawnee Lake. Um, it feels very restful, but still productive in a sense. So just like we did these, I'm calling these experientials. So this Kilimanjaro Summit is an experiential. I'm going to start doing these, I think, more often. If it is monthly, we'll do it monthly. But for August, I'm called to do um, Indian Summer at Shawnee Lake. It feels very earth-based. It feels very elemental-based. We're not climbing a mountain. We're at a, a, it's a lake, but it's a fire lake. I don't know this Shawnee Lake. I think it's metaphorical, although I'll look it up and see if there really is one. Um, but when I first created, it was called Indian Summer at Fire Lake. So it has to do with fire. So it's probably lighting a fire, trying to light a fire under us in some way. Like you can be restful, but you can still work at the same time. I don't know. So we're going to do that for August among other things, we're going to be showing these cards a lot because I want you guys to see them, um, experience the magic that went into making them, and then we'll see what other um, things want to show up for August. So I'm going to leave this here and just congratulate all of you on making this climb, whether you got to the top, whether you side jumped, or whether you just decided you didn't know what you wanted to do next. Um, we all did something. We all moved forward in some way. So until our next episode, I want to thank you all so much for listening, and I will see you all again soon. Take care. Thank you for 
listening to this podcast. It has been brought to you by the Bringers of the Light, an etheric group of higher light beings focused on service to Gaia, humanity, and the self as it pertains to the spiritual journey. So they are here to support you on your path to love and to working with others. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care.